Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's episodes. I'm calling it Capitalizing on Failure. And this concept has served me very well in business. (laughs) One of the things that I realized early on was that the people who were ahead of me were just failing more than me and succeeding more than me, but also failing more than me. And so today we're going to be talking about what it means to capitalize failure, how to use it to your advantage, how to use it to make your business better, um, and honestly make you more money as you continue to grow. And so I just, I had to look up the definition and it's what I already said, but (laughs) what I mean by capitalizing is that you take the chance to gain advantage from. That's what dictionary.com says. And I love this concept of using failure to have an advantage. And so in our coaching businesses, that can look a lot of different ways. And But this starts with your concept, the way you perceive failure. And so I wanted to start the conversation that way. So many times we we try to avoid failure. And um, there's that quote that a lot of people talk about, which is like, are you playing to win? Are you playing not to lose? And the entrepreneurs who make it big play to win, right? Which means they risk failure. And the way that you even perceive failure, even the word failure is just a meaning we give a result, right? We We experience something we didn't want to experience, or we don't hit the goal we wanted to hit. Um, Maybe we, you know, create a result that we were hoping we wouldn't, (laughs) or we didn't create a result that we hope we would, right? Like it's all the meaning that we give the results that we create. And usually there's a feeling of disappointment associated with failure. And what I want to kind of play some mind games with on this episode is changing the way you perceive results you don't want. So that what you used to call failure, hopefully this episode will help you see that these lessons, these opportunities are essential, not just like part of the game, but literally essential for you to create the business and have the life that you really want. So I'm going to share some, some typical quote failures that coaches experience, right? Getting a no on the consult, not hitting your income goal. Um, I'm trying to think of other things, maybe not growing your following or not hitting as many downloads or anything you quantify that you didn't hit. Maybe you wanted to sign two clients and you signed one, or maybe you wanted to make $10,000 and you hit $3,000, right? All of these things are opportunities for you to say, I failed. And I really believe those are the things that are going to basically shape you into the entrepreneur that you want to become. And so one of the things that I've really been able to transform is my perception of failure. And that has served me so well. One of the things I like to ask me, ask me, ask myself is how much money am I going to make because I learned this lesson? And this has shown up many different ways in my business, whether it's processing refunds or experiencing a miscommunication with onboarding my clients or launching something that didn't work quote, failed, right? I asked myself that question, like how much money I'm going to make because of this lesson. And part of this is releasing our timetable. Like we all want to be successful right away, but we miss, if we do that, we miss all the growth that would allow us to become the person that could hold the success. 
I'm going to say that in a different way because this is a really powerful concept. And when you study successful people, no one just gets on stage and says, yeah, you know, it was really easy for me. I kind of had this idea. I threw some things together. I got started and I made a million dollars in the first six months. And it really was just easy, right? Like that doesn't happen. We hear people talk about their struggles and their triumphs, their, where they hit their knees in prayer because they didn't know if they could go on. We hear about the shortcomings of other people. We hear how they failed. We hear how hard things were on their journey. And yet, when we go through those very things, we somehow think something's gone wrong. One of the things I really believe is failure isn't just something that's part of the journey. Failure is the way, right? We cannot avoid it. It's, it is essential. What are you going to make it mean? How are you going to use it to become the person you want to become? What I said was like, we have to go through the failures to help us become the person who can hold the success. I am very well aware of my limitations and you should be too. Not because it's we hate ourselves, but because as entrepreneurs, we are at the bottleneck of our business, right? Our success is determined by our mindset, our output, our innovation, our thought work, um, our, you know, our content, our ability to serve, the amount of clients we can take or the amount of value we give, the way we are the CEO, the decisions we make, all of those things, right, are the bottleneck. We are the bottleneck. And when we fail, we can use that as an opportunity to learn something and expand our capabilities, or we can shut down and use it as evidence that things aren't working. And I really want to make the case for always choosing. This is a choice. This is not something that people are just born with. (laughs) Always choosing to see it as an opportunity for expansion and growth and shaping your identity. Um, You never want to waste a failure, (laughs) right? We never want to waste it by saying, see, this is proof that I can't keep going. See, like, it doesn't matter. I'm not cut out for this. I'm just not an entrepreneur, right? No one was born an entrepreneur, we get to actively and consciously choose to become the, the entrepreneur, to become the business owner, the CEO, the coach that we want to be. And failure isn't just something that, we, we, that happens to us. It's something we create, and I really feel like it's for us so that we can evolve, so that we can become the entrepreneur we desire to become. And it's not easy. This I'm, I'm saying a lot of things that are good in theory, right? But a whole lot harder in practice. It's hard when you don't make the money that you want to make. It's hard when you get told no. It's hard when people ask for refunds. It's hard when um, your launch fails or that you get zero signups. Like I get it because I've, I've done all of those things. <laughs> um, but who are you when that happens? That's really what I'm interested in is like the identity piece. Who are you when things don't go your way? It's easy to be the person and the entrepreneur and the coach you want to be when things are going your way. It's easy to feel like your business is amazing when everything's working out. It is so much harder to be the person you want to be when it's not working, when there's no evidence it will work, when you've, quote, tried everything. That's where who you become, who you decide to be is everything. And honestly, that's what we love about studying the successful people. I don't know about you, but I love learning, like reading autobiographies or biographies or watching documentaries or even just, you know, learning about people's stories is so inspiring because they kept going in the face of hardship. And so especially if you're going through failures or if, you know, especially actually, I really want to take this conversation this way. If you're avoiding failure because of fear, because you're afraid of being humiliated, because you're nervous about what, you know, so-and-so is going to think or whatever, 
I really want you to see that you are withholding and you are delaying lessons that is going to get you to the very place you keep thinking about. When we delay our failures, we also delay our success because the way to success is failure. This includes launching new offers, raising your prices, changing who you work with. Maybe he's trying out a new business model. Maybe you're trying group for the first time or whatever. When we delay failure, we delay everything that we want. And so the way to get to where we want is literally through failure. (laughs) The next thing that we have to do is use failure. This whole episode is called capitalizing on failure because, because we do fail, because it's inevitable we'll fail. Don't waste it, right? When we fail, ask yourself powerful questions and without judgment, right? Like this is an important piece. When you're asking yourself judgment or when you're asking yourself questions about failure, this is not a chance for you to beat yourself up. This is a chance for you to evolve. And so everything is the context of curiosity. We want to ask what happened in the failure so that we can learn from it. Um, and we can pull the lesson out. We can extract the wisdom from our failures and then make it better and then improve, innovate, grow all the things that we do as entrepreneurs. And so I really want you to consider that the people who you admire, the coaches you look up to and respect and learn from the people you listen to their podcasts, this podcast, like I probably have just failed way more than you. (laughs) Um, the people that we love to learn from, I think about people like Walt Disney or Steve Jobs, people like Richard Branson, all these amazing entrepreneurs, they failed so much. Walt Disney got a ton of no's before he got funding for his dream. How many no's did he have to go through to get just started? And yet I talked to so many coaches who they get three no's in a row and they're really questioning themselves. That is, that's what we go through all the time. And my, my hope is that you start to see that's a good thing. I read a, an amazing book. I talk about it a lot. It's called The Prosperous Coach. Um, this month inside the Coaching Matrix, we're talking about the pro coach. And that's my program for coaching business. And I quoted the book a lot and I referenced the book a lot because I love it so much. <laughs> and one of the things that Rich Litvin and Steve Chandler talk about in the book is like getting no's. The first thing that they tell their coaching clients is go get no's, which means you're making bold offers. And yet so many coaches avoid getting no's but that is the way to more yeses. It's so interesting how our minds work. Our minds, our brains use so many things to keep us safe, to keep us small, to keep us doing the same things because failure feels like crap. Failure actually feels like death. And just be on to yourself. How is your brain getting in the way? How is your brain offering you kind of awful advice about not failing? Because that's what the pattern is. That doesn't mean it's the best way. It just means what you've always done And how is that serving you? Failure is literally your stepping stone to the next level. And so when you've been stagnant, I would ask you, how many times have you failed? In fact, that's a really powerful question to ask yourself right now. How many times in the last month did you fail? And and, okay, once you know that number, how many of those failures did you learn from? Because that is how we capitalize on failure is using it to extract the wisdom, the lessons, and then make shifts and tangible changes in our business or for ourselves so that we can create the result. And so I'm going to share again the question that I asked myself, which actually puts an amazing spin on my failures, which is how much money am I going to make because I learned this lesson now? (laughs) Then another question that I like to ask myself is how much time am I going to save because I learned this lesson now? Um, one of the first refunds I processed, I was 
very concerned. It felt really heavy. I felt um, a little bit of shame because I thought I, I made it mean something about me, right? Like that's how I knew that I was interpreting the failure wrong, or at least not, maybe not wrong, but not in a way that served me. And then I asked myself that question, which is how much money am I going to, am I going to make because of this experience? And that blew my mind. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to make so much money from this refund because I got clear about the woman that I wanted to work with. I got clear about my policies and my business. I got clear about my onboarding process. I got clear about how to market to the right person. So many lessons all because of this one failure. And I was like, I'll probably make about $300,000 from this one failure. And that got me so excited about this failure. That's what's available for you when you start interpreting failure this way, when you start forcing your mind to find the wisdom, to find the gems. And so I highly encourage you, do not just listen to this podcast. Actually do this work. How are you going to interpret the failures that you're going through right now? And how much money are you going to make from it? How much time are you going to save? How many people are you going to help because of the failure you're going through right now? What an exciting way to interpret your results, right? The next thing I'm going to challenge you to do How many areas of your life and business are you avoiding failure? And what is that costing you? If you're timid or scared or shy or nervous and you are holding back in any way, if there's something you need to do, if there's something you feel called to change or to step into or whatever's coming to your mind right now, if there's something that needs to be addressed, how much is that costing you not to do it? right? So many times we're afraid of the emotion or the interpretation of the result we're going to, we might risk and we fail ahead of time. And that's quote, like that's actually just as valid of a failure as failing ahead of time or by default, how much is that costing you, right? Instead of just learning the lessons that you need to learn. One of the things I think about all the time is that the only way to get to where I want to go is through. You can't go around the failure. You can't try to skip it. You can't try to, um, you know, however our brains try to offer us that safety, like the way in, like the way to get to where we want to go literally is through it. And so I'm going to challenge you to make that powerful decision to embrace the discomfort, to embrace failure, not because that's just part of the game, but literally it is going to shape you into the human being, the entrepreneur, the coach that you want to be. And that is why we play this game. Making money is fun. Signing clients is fun. Growing a business is fun. But really, I think what we're all in it for is becoming who we want to become, the self-actualization potential Um, fulfilling our human potential is what's interesting about life and the way we do it. The only way to do it is to fail. It's not wrong to fail. It literally is the way. And so I want you to learn to capitalize on on it. I want you to use failure to your advantage, to become the person, to get the lesson, to make the money, to have the team or the structure or the the processes that are going to come when you look at failure without judgment. When you look at how much of an opportunity it is when we fail, like it really is. And so if you start to look at failure that way, this game becomes very fun, very fast. Like I said, when I had that realization about the refund making me hundreds of thousands of dollars down the course of my life, it was like, this doesn't even matter. This is for me. One of my favorite quotes is everything is rigged in my favor. Failure is rigged in your favor. It's not even like the word failure has so much stigma to it, but 
what if you looked at it as an opportunity every time you didn't get the result you wanted? Like, get excited. Get curious. What will that do for your future? Think about the compound effect of what we're talking about here. Capitalizing on every single failure. Learning from it. Getting excited by it. Seeing the opportunity in it. You'll become a very wealthy woman, not just in money, but in experience and wisdom and your ability to lead and your ability to see potential and possibility where other people see a, you know, a door slammed in their face. You see an opportunity for something new and something different and something better. That is the way that entrepreneurs innovate. That's how entrepreneurs change the world. One little failure at a time. So I hope you capitalize on failure. I hope you're looking at the opportunities you have in your lap right now to become the the person and the entrepreneur you desire to be because this is how we do it, okay? Thank you for listening. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love my mentorship program, The Coaching Matrix. We take the work deeper and we integrate it. I'm calling it the year of miracles because it will take your life and your business to the next level. I'd love for you to check it out www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.